Have you heard of the concept of metacognition? No, it's not some new science fiction show on Netflix, though that would be a pretty cool title. Metacognition is actually the skill of thinking critically about your own thinking, and it can work wonders for you, your nursing practice, and your nursing career. Let's dive into the concept of metacognition right here on episode 195 of The Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello and welcome to The Nurse Keith Show. I am so grateful you're listening. I really, really, really am. Whether it's your first time tuning in or you've been hanging out with me for months or years here on the airwaves. Thank you for being part of the growing Nurse Keith Nation. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that can get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. Meanwhile, if you want to see the show notes for this episode, hop on over to nursekeith.com forward slash the word episode and the number 195. So, dear listener, if you happen to be an educator of any kind, you might already have heard the term metacognition because it's a common pedagogical concept for educators to think about when they're working with students on the path to their ultimate success and maybe professionalism or graduation or what have you. At its most basic The concept of metacognition means it's the act of thinking about your thinking. So aside from its usual place in the setting of education, I've decided that we can also consider metacognition in the ways in which we talk and especially think about our nursing careers and our professional lives. So we are going to stop and think about our thinking, and I would like you to do that with me right here on episode 195, because the way we think often dictates the way that we act and sometimes the outcomes that we actually see in our lives, in our careers, and our work. So let's do something. Let's think about our nursing careers. So when you, dear listener, think about your nursing career, what do you think about? Are you thinking about how unhappy you are or that you're mistreated by your employer or your supervisor's crappy? Are you confused about what the next thing is that you should do? Do you need to get a master's degree? Do you need to quit and go work at Starbucks? What are you thinking about when you think about your nursing career, and the reality of being a nurse. Do you actively look at and deconstruct and unpack your thoughts? Or do you get stuck in your thoughts and do they go round and around and around, ruminating and just digging a deeper hole of cognition that you just can't get out of? In my work as a career coach, mostly with nurses, but sometimes with other healthcare professionals and non-healthcare professionals, I hear stories from people who report circular rumination, where 
They are cogitating, thinking about the same ideas, mulling over the same problems, and sometimes the same complaints and misgivings over and over and over again. When our thinking becomes habitual, and yes, this can be a habit, it can also be somewhat addictive to think in a negative way or to be reactive in this particular way, we can actually experience more stress and it can actually keep us from making any progress because we're not really sure what to do because we're too mired in our own negative thoughts. Some of you have probably heard that there has been recent research that humans are actually wired to be negative, to think negatively. And that is why this notion of metacognition is so, so crucial, because if we are indeed wired to think negatively, we have to work harder to stay positive. And if you want your career your nursing career, this profession that you worked so hard for and shed so much blood, sweat, and tears to achieve, you need to think about your thinking in a critical way so that you don't get caught up in places you just can't get yourself out of. Now, some of you might practice meditation. I can say that meditation is not my happy place. I used to meditate. It is not for me these days in my life. I just have to admit that here in public on the microphone. But if you've ever studied meditation, some people think that meditation is where you stop your thoughts, where you don't think at all. And you know what? That is impossible. Our minds are always thinking. I don't think it's really possible, except maybe for the most experienced yogis out there and meditators who can basically... (laughs) cut off everything, even lower the metabolic rate, and sit there and enjoy a little bit of nirvana and bliss. For most of us mere humans, that is really not possible. We actually, in meditation, are generally taught to watch our thoughts in a very dispassionate way, to be removed from our thoughts, basically like they're clouds moving across the sky of our mind. Fine. That's perfectly great. However, in metacognition, what I want you to do in examining the state of your nursing career and your professional life, and maybe even your personal life too, I'm suggesting pretty much the opposite of what a meditation teacher would tell you. I don't want you to watch your thoughts going by and just allow them to float on by over to the horizon until the next one comes. No, I want you to critically watch your thoughts and how you react to them emotionally and in your body somatically. And then I want you to actually think critically about the thoughts that you are thinking. This is very, very difficult. However, if we can master it, we can actually de-escalate negative emotional reactions to our thinking, and we can actually cut off our negative thinking at the knees. Now, you might be saying, well, Nurse Keith, that's easy for you because dot, 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 blah, blah, blah. Well, you know what? I get caught in negative thinking too, and I am constantly working on my thoughts, looking at my thoughts and trying to turn certain ones off and turn certain ones on and get my energy and my thoughts pointed in a positive direction. Am I always successful? No. Are you going to always be successful? 
Probably not. But this is a very important skill to learn, and that's why I really wanted to cover it here on the show. So if you want your nursing career to be more than just putting food on the table, paying the rent, paying the bills, putting the kids through college, etc., you need to consciously engage in your thinking and help you move beyond the habituated way of thinking and cogitating and ruminating and move into a bigger, wider, more open space where you're not bogged down in negativity and dissatisfaction. The first thing we want to do is start with our thinking. We want to realize that our thoughts are running wild, <laughs> like being they're just rampant all over the place. Even if you're not paying that much attention right now, know that your thoughts are running at a million miles an hour pretty much all the time. You might realize if you take my advice and look at your thoughts about your nursing career or your current job or your supervisor or whatever you would like to, to examine, you might find that you have a pretty negative thing going on running through your mind at all times. And that is a major buzzkill when it comes to your career and your level of happiness and satisfaction. So once you get aware of the nature of your thoughts, especially your habitual negative thinking, I'm talking to you, the next step is to understand and be convinced that you can do it another way, that there's another approach to your thinking and you can purposefully engage in metacognition. So critical thinking about your thinking is really important. So in some new age kind of philosophies, it's often said that your thoughts create your reality. And, you know, this is true and it's not true, but there is something to the notion that if you're constantly mired in negative thinking, it will impact your behavior and it will definitely impact your perceptions of the world around you. You've probably heard of rose-colored glasses. You know people, I mean, we all know folks who walk around with rose-colored glasses. Everything is great, and you kind of want to strangle those people. However, some people walk around with, let's just say, feces-colored glasses. I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> and um, you might want to strangle those people too, or you might be one of those people who wears feces-colored glasses most of the time. And why would you choose those particular glasses? I would say, possibly, that you may be addicted to negative thinking. Maybe there is some, what we would call in the psychological realms, secondary gain to negative thinking. Maybe your spouse shows you tons of sympathy, or you can go to your non-nurse friends and say, oh my God, my job is so horrible. Nursing is so terrible. And your friends go, oh, there, 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 let us buy you a beer. So, Sometimes there is secondary gain. Sometimes thinking negatively causes us to live in a negative manner. And then it is a self-perpetuating prophecy where we can say, look, my life is terrible. Everything's as bad as I think it is. And it's just going to get worse. We need to cut that off at the knees, my friend. So do you have a colleague, somebody out there who you think see as being perpetually unhappy, always complaining, always kvetching, always having something negative to say. 
Does that person talk about the same stuff, the same old complaints, the same diatribes over and over and over again, like a broken record ad nauseum? That person is mired in negative thinking. And while you might think, oh my God, how does she do that? She's always so negative. If you look at your own thinking, you might be very similar, but maybe you're not saying it out loud. If we can short circuit that, which can be a heavy lift for some of us, I can say, we can definitely move the needle and change the tenor of our career and our work if we want to actually dig deep and do the work necessary to look at our thoughts, change our thoughts, and change the tenor of what we are doing and moving through in our thinking mind at any given moment. What if you said to yourself, I can't start IVs. Um, I'll never be good at it. I, can, I just can't do that. I just don't have the touch and I'm not even going to try anymore. Or maybe you'll say something like, my nursing career, it's just going nowhere. Nurse Keith says I can do some good work in the world and find my happiness, but I don't think I can do that. I don't believe Nurse Keith. I'm just going to give up. These thought messages, you can think them with great conviction and convince yourself that they're true. And they're going to trip you up over and over because if you keep repeating the same message to yourself every time you think about starting an IV or every time you think about looking for another job or trying to figure out how to get a promotion or move into management or supervision or whatever it happens to be, you won't be able to make the change because your thinking will hold you back. Now, when we come back from the break, we are going to talk about critical thinking about your thinking. I'm going to give you some fairly simple homework to get you started on your metacognition journey. And then we're going to talk even more about thinking about your thinking because there's plenty more to say. So stick with me, stick with us, and we will be back after the break for more of episode 195 of The Nurse Keith Show. So now we're going to take a pause for the cause for just a moment. I want you to consider becoming a patron of The Nurse Keith Show. That's right. This isn't medieval Rome or Florence where you're going to pay me tons and tons of money to paint a fresco on the roof or ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. Well, it's the ceiling, not the roof, right? No, you are going to dig into your wallet and give a teeny, teeny, tiny bit to the Nurse Keys show every week or every month on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith, and you will get some awesome prizes and premiums directly from yours truly to thank you for supporting this show that you value so much. Remember to go to patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith. That's patreon.com to read all about it. Also, please consider signing up for my newsletter at nursekeith.com so you can get my newsletter every other week. And if you would leave a rating and review at Apple Podcasts or iTunes, that would be awesome. You can also do so at facebook.com forward slash Nurse Keith Coaching. Finally, if you know of anyone, anyone who could benefit from career coaching with me, whether they're a nurse or the local pharmacist or the grocer or the delivery man, 
you can refer them to me. And if they become a paying client, you'll receive credit for an hour of coaching with me as my way of thanking you for your kind referral. There's no expiration date on that hour and you can accumulate as many hours as you like and refer as many people as you like to earn those coaching credits. What a deal. Those are my sincere asks of you, dear listener. So let's head back to the studio for the second half of episode 195. All right, before the break, we were talking about metacognition, negative thinking, being addicted to your negative thinking, and learning how to critically think about your thinking. So if you want to get out of these habitual thought patterns, if you want to make choices about which thoughts are most helpful and reject the thoughts that are trapping you and binding you into a way of living and thinking and breathing and working that doesn't work for you, it can be done and you can create a new reality for yourself. So here is some homework. You can write it down or it'll be in the show notes at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 195. So here it is. During the course of a few days, or if you'd like to do this for an entire week, totally cool. It's up to you. Closely watch your thoughts about nursing, about being a nurse, about your work, your workplace, your colleagues, your supervisor, your employer, anything at all. Watch your thoughts carefully. Next step, write down the negative or critical thoughts that you notice. And you know what? The list could be really long. Don't worry. It's okay. You're opening the door. You're shedding light on your negative thinking so it can be changed. Go for it. Next, examine each of these thoughts you've recorded and consider if they really help you in any way. And I don't mean do they help you remain in a negative space so that you can complain and complain and complain about your job. No. I mean, are they really helping you move your career forward, be happier, more satisfied, etc.? Next, write down a thought that could counterbalance that original negative thought. Here's an example from the show notes. You have a recurring thought like, My nursing career sucks. I'm totally unhappy. I'm trapped and there's nowhere else for me to go. There are no other options. I guess I'm going to have to stay here till I retire or die. Have any of you had thoughts like that? I have in the past for sure. So what would the counterbalancing thought be? Let's try this on for size. My career might feel tough right now, but I have the personal capacity to change my situation if I choose to do so. I'm free to act, move, change, grow, or find a new job or career path if I want to actually do that. Now I need to step into action. I need to actually do something to make it happen, and I am going to start right now. Now that might seem a little contrived, and yeah, it's contrived because I wrote it down and I'm reading it to you right now. However, you're getting the idea that When you find a thought that doesn't make you very happy and you realize it could be different, you can turn that thought off. 
Now, the thought may come back because we have this habituated way of thinking negatively, which we are wired for, apparently, according to social scientists and biologists, etc. However, once you get accustomed to talking back to your thoughts and inserting a new thought, you can continue to do that with this same thought. As it keeps coming back and keeps coming back, you can keep beating it down and countering it with a positive thought. We can get addicted to this way of thinking. I've done it. You've done it. I still do it. It's okay. We're human and that's the way we are. And that's why we have to work so hard to think differently. Earlier, I made that observation that maybe you get some secondary gain. Maybe you get lots of sympathy from people around you when you're complaining so much. You know, you can get sympathy for being really unhappy as a nurse or in your job or whatever, or you could get praise and high fives and good for yous from your friends and family when you tell them, you know, I'm really changing my situation. I'm turning my life and career around and I am so thrilled with this new work I'm doing. Thanks to Nurse Keith. You don't have to thank me, but you know what I mean. So you can turn it around if you'd like to. Now, I mentioned earlier that the idea of metacognition is really mostly confined to the worlds of education and you nurse educators, the ones who teach in nursing schools and universities, etc. You've probably studied this. You probably learned about it when you did your MSN in education. However, it can be used anywhere where we have negative thinking, whether it's when we're learning or doing anything else in our lives at all. You can apply metacognition to the way you think about your spouse or your kids or your financial situation or the world at large. You can bring this to bear anywhere in your life that you'd like to. Now, in a great article published in the National Library of Medicine, it says this about metacognition. At its core, a critical thinker is one in charge of their thinking processes, while metacognitive strategies enable such control to take place. Did you get that? So critical thinking is basically representative of a person who's in charge of their thinking process, their cognition. However, when you bring metacognition into this milieu, you're actually enabling the control of your thinking to take place. So while you're thinking about your thinking, about your nursing career, you can also utilize these strategies and techniques in your work at the bedside, speaking with clients and patients and their families, talking to your colleagues, wherever it is you want to make use of it, you can do so. If you think back on nursing school, or if you're in nursing school right now, don't you get tired of people talking about critical thinking, critical thinking this, critical thinking that? You've got to critically think to pass the NCLEX, dot, 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 dot. Well, yes, we get tired of hearing about it. Yes, it's kind of like an old trope of nursing education. But you know what? Critical thinking is really, really important. And we need to learn to critically think in every aspect, in every area of our lives. And when you find yourself diving deep into what some people call stinking thinking, and you get into those negative cognitive pathways, 
use the techniques I have given you in your homework to turn that around. Now, you know, when there's a really fast moving train coming down the track and you hit the brakes, it doesn't stop on a dime, does it? That would be a pretty amazing train that can do that. No, it stops over a period of time, right? And the faster the train is going, you need stronger and stronger brakes to be able to bring that train under control and stopped at the station. The same goes with your thinking. If your thinking is really mired in negativity and is just going round and round and round, well, it's going to take you some time to unlearn the negative thinking and relearn ways to think positively, or maybe learn positive thinking for the very first time in your life. If you're feeling like, oh my God, this is just too heavy a lift for me, Keith. I can't do this alone. Yes, we could do some of this in career coaching. I'd be happy to guide you along this pathway. However, sometimes we need to take this to You guessed it, psychotherapy and counseling. I know I mention it all the time and I'm going to keep bringing it up till some of you go to therapy. No, I'm just kidding. No, but really, cognitive behavioral therapy and other types of cognitive therapies can be very, very helpful modalities for moving the needle in this way. When I go to my own therapist, I bring questions to him and comments about the places where I'm stuck. And he often will say, Keith, are the thoughts you're having based in reality? Is there another way to think about this? And I'll sit there and think, yeah, but I don't know what it is. And he'll say, is your ruminating about the future helpful? And he always tells me over and over that when you're worried about the future, when you're focused and ruminating on the future and what might happen, what might not happen and how you're going to deal with it when it does happen, he says that's a negative fantasy because The future hasn't happened yet. So we're wasting energy spinning our wheels thinking about things that haven't even happened. These are cognitive behavioral therapy techniques, and they're super, super useful for breaking out of poor thinking. I go to therapy and deal with this stuff because you know what? It is real and it is hard work. And I keep working at it because I want to continue to refine the powers of thought that I possess and make them work for me and not against me. That said, yes, I do this work in therapy. I do this work at home on my own and nobody is perfect. And you can make the choice to change the way you're thinking about your career. You can make the choice to change the way that you're approaching nursing and your career, and your colleagues, and your workplace, and the choices that you're making. However, you need to be goaded into action to do so. The best way to get goaded into action to do so is to realize that something's wrong and that you need to make a change. So if you need a change, if you think, man, I do need to think critically about my thinking because I need to make better choices in my life. I want to have a happier personal life. I want to have a more satisfying and wonderful career. I know it's possible. My thinking keeps me from realizing that I can actually do it. I'm going to control and harness my thoughts. I'm going to move inexorably closer, one step at a time, to a happier, healthier life and a happier, more satisfying 
nursing career, and I am going to do the work it takes to get there. Well, there you have it. Thank you, dear listener, for tuning in to The Nurse Keith Show once again. Remember that the show notes and your homework and that awesome link to that article I mentioned are over at nursekeith.com forward slash the word episode and the number 195. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered from this episode, and I encourage you to take inspired action every day in the interest of your career and your personal contentment. The Nurse Key Show is edited and produced by Tim Hollowell and his team at thepodcastinggroup.com. Social media and promotion are also handled expertly by Mark Cappy Spiesen. Stay positive, care for yourself and others, and I want you to keep taking inspired action every day and keep tuning in again because we're going to be doing some awesome stuff here at the Nurse Keith Show for the foreseeable future. So I'm going to be here. So why don't you join me? Be well, dig deep, seek joy, and keep in touch. And adios till next time from beautiful and super chilly Santa Fe, New Mexico. 